Today's episode is, could you elaborate on this belief game thing, Jeff? Okay, I will. Let's go. I think I finally found my hallelujah. It started out as a feeling. And as my mind begins to spread its way. I reach out for me Thanks for listening to the Daily Belief Game. I'm Jeff Stein. Allow me to elaborate because life is a belief game. You know, not what science, religion, philosophy, or morality in which you believe, but the conclusions you have made about yourself, your life, the people in the world around you. Those are the beliefs, and you have sole ownership of them once you conclude they are believable to you. And as the quotes go, whether you believe you can or can't, you're right. Uh, What you conceive, you receive. Your creations are based on your expectations. What you think and feel is a match to what you experience. Perception is reality. Believe it and you'll achieve it. And a spoiler alert, a belief is just a thought you've thought a lot. Let that one sink in. (laughs) A belief is just a thought you've thought a lot. And that's the function of the ego, ultimately, and your brain. It's to give your thoughts back to you in the way that you have designed and maintained them. So life is the practice of becoming aware of all those thoughts you've thought a lot, so aware that you can decide whether to keep the belief or to choose a better one. If what you believe is what you receive, don't you want to know what you're believing? (laughs) And that's reversible, by the way, because you can also look at what you're receiving to decipher what you're believing. It's a beautiful feedback loop of existence, all of it powered by your conclusions and judgments and then queued up by your brain. Your dutiful little brain does exactly what you want it to based on the beliefs you accept to be true for you. In other words, uh, you might believe something like poor people are lazy or rich people are greedy. If you believe that, your brain, your senses, your entire consciousness will all work together to direct your attention and experiences toward things that will prove those beliefs to be true. You know, you'll be drawn to poor or rich people, then you'll observe their actions through your chosen lens of laziness or greediness, and voila, your belief will be validated. Your ego and brain will log that confirmation and bring it back around again. It's the full cycle of the feedback loop of mental judgment and material confirmation. It just keeps going around and around. Mental judgment and material confirmation. Let me put it practically. It's like there's a box in your brain for every subject, and you fill those boxes with thought rocks that match your beliefs. (laughs) I like to call them thought rocks. Uh, You know, there's a poor people box, you put in lazy rocks. Rich people box, greedy rocks. It's like simple as Dr. Seuss. (laughs) And to no one's surprise, next time you go to the poor people box, what's the first and strongest thought you'll think? (laughs) You dump out that box of rocks and it's all going to be lazy, right? No, but Jeff, it's true. Poor people are lazy. Like, Like every person I've seen that was poor was lazy. Well, of course you're convinced that's true. You put all those lazy rocks in your poor people brain box. You wired your brain, it gives you back what you wired. The belief game is the art of stopping those thoughts in their tracks and choosing a different belief than what you've always thought. A better belief that brings you more peace, more fulfillment, more fun, and less judgment, limitation, and frustration. 
And, by the way, it'll bring you all the things you want in life. Wealth, health, fun relationships. If you believe it, you will receive it. Because, you know, there are a million different definitions of what makes a quality life. But ultimately, if you think about it, it all comes down to how your life feels. I mean, the reason we yearn for something or endeavor to do something or even practice mindfulness techniques like this belief game, the reason we do anything in life is because we believe we'll feel better if we do that. Feel, you know, that's why the belief game is based on feelizing your way to satisfying thoughts or at least ones that feel like relief. So this is your life's work. You know, creation is an inside job done in your head because your experiences and results will absolutely match your beliefs. And the truth is that your manifestations in life are going to match the aggregate of what you think and feel, regardless of whether you're deliberately steering them or you're just reacting to them like a victim. And another fun benefit of this Jedi mind work is that it will make you a curious explorer in your own head. You'll look at what you're believing with wonder, and you'll discover exactly how, where, when, and why you formed your beliefs. It's just it's absolutely fascinating to recognize the strange things that you believe, you know, and which ones you've accepted just because you've accepted everybody else thought them, uh, you, so you accepted them from others. Uh, which ones were derived from an emotional choice that you had in some traumatic or even ecstatic event. But it's the coolest thing ever, and there's no discovery like self-discovery. For instance, there are beliefs which you adopted instantly and kept true for you, like a common fear, like snakes or spiders, right? And here's how it usually goes, right? The first time you see a spider, you went, you guys, you know, you kind of go, what is that thing, you know? Or more likely, actually, you saw someone else see a spider and they just you know scream they went ah get away from me get away from me right and you just accepted their reaction or your reaction as truth then when you saw the next spider you reinforced it and said oh god i hate those things you know then that became your belief and will be added to in that stream of thought as long as that conclusion is uncontested for you and the rest is belief game history but the point is that there are a lot of beliefs you accepted by default or first reaction. Then you had no compulsion, cause, or impetus to change those beliefs once you accepted them as true. So those might not have been a thought you thought a lot, but more the thought you thought every time from the moment you first thought it. Got it? But isn't it amazing how true we can make a belief how concrete, convinced we can be in our determination and, and, and to believe in it. And yet it's all a choice, whether by decision or default, consciously or unwittingly. All beliefs are chosen and rechosen. So the belief game is played by feelizing a new choice that forms a new thought than a new belief, which, you know, at minimum feels better. But more importantly, it's aligned with your true self, your authentic self, your soul, your spirit, your purpose, your calling, whatever word you want to use. And by the way, a little fun fact, improvement in thought on any subject helps all your subjects. Rising emotional tides lift all belief boats. <laughs> so you're saying, does that mean I have to play the belief game with every freaking fear or judgment I have every dang day? Uh, <laughs> yes and no. All right. If you're deathly afraid of spiders, for instance, in our example, but you can basically stay away from them and you don't carry like terrified spider dreams all around with you when you're not actually in proximity of a spider, if, if that's the most impact it has on you, then it doesn't really matter. It's a fearful belief, but whatevs, right? When, when you found enlightenment in every other subject, maybe come back around to this one. But in the meantime, it's probably fine. However, if, you know, you're, say, uh, terrified of commitment and you really, really want to be in a committed relationship, then it's time to play the belief game. 
Start asking yourself about what you want and why you want it. Now, let's take another example. Let's say you're convinced you're terrible at something, terrible at math or drawing or singing or being organized, whatever. The primary reason you're terrible at whatever is because you believe it to be true. Not because of your genetics or biology or place in society or available resources or how you were raised or your physical or mental or spiritual limitations of any kind. It's, it's not the circumstances which dictate your belief. And so it's your choice of what to accept, perceive, conclude that makes your beliefs true. And what you believe to be true will dictate your experience. This is the belief game that recognizing that everything is thought first, then experience. That matter equals energy equals thought, and thought can change thought. And again, you can see this. You can see this spiritually in that every thought or belief is a prayer. You know, philosophically in that what you hold to be true will color your conclusions about truth. Or scientifically in that if you ask your brain to show you a certain truth, your biological senses and neurological interpretations will be trained to show you that truth or belief. As the Zen folks you know, like to say about beliefs uh, becoming manifestations, you cannot drop a boulder in a pond and expect it to splash like a skipped stone. Right? It has to do what it does. And though you can't you know, BS the universe, you can BS or confuse or deceive yourself, mostly through gross ignorance, having a lack of awareness of your beliefs. You, you've accepted them with so little thought, the fact that they don't serve you is lost on you. So the first step is awareness, right? First step, awareness. So for instance, let's say you're gonna about to take an action, uh, whether at work or in your relationships or, or something about a health choice, and, and you haven't asked yourself whether you believe this step that you're deliberating uh, will work. Ask yourself, do I believe this will work? Then you know, do something that only the masters do and look for the honest answer. Not what your ego wants others to know. You know, because your ego wants you to know th others to know things about your confidence or your resolve or your rightness. But what you really believe is what you're looking for. You know, take a weird example. Even professional gamblers, which, you know, gambling is an odds game where there's a mathematical predictor on believability. There's kind of some math that affects the believability. Even they will find the gambling scenario where they're convinced they'll win more than they lose, right? That's why they proceed forward. They follow their honest beliefs about success. Like they'll, they'll play blackjack against a thin deck or Texas Hold'em against gambling rubes at the table. But... If you put $100 on you know, 13 black on the roulette table, ask yourself before you do that whether you believe it. I have a friend who has an odds-defying penchant for winning in exactly that way because he believes it. And then it happens to him, and then he believes it more, and it happens more, and he believes it more, and it happens more. But if you walked up and put $100 on 13 black roulette and asked yourself honestly whether you thought you'd win you'd probably be lucky to reach an answer of maybe, or, you know, I don't know, who knows? I might, I might win. So honestly, ask yourself what you believe. It'll take practice because you will be surprised how much you BS yourself. <laughs> so you may have to peel your self-deception one layer at a time, but it's where the rubber hits the road on the belief game. Honesty. Honesty silences the ego every time. So as you discover your own honesty and you're still not sure about whether or not you know, your belief, ask yourself follow-up questions. Don't just, flee, you know, just ask, you know, do I believe it? But then ask questions like, do I believe I would win if I played uh, 13 black 10 times in a row? Would that be enough? 
How many spins would be needed to guarantee a win? You know, and you might answer, well, if I'm honest, uh, I believe I could do 40 spins in a row and just never get 13 black. I could spin it 60 times and never win it. Okay, better not play. <laughs> or you could be in a stronger belief and say, well, there's there's no way I could play 10 spins in a row and not get my number. That's way more spins I need. Buy 10 spins for sure. And it's a different belief, and you can see the difference. And it's gambling, which is a whole other topic, obviously. We're usually dealing with folks, things that are more, you know, uh, in line with your life or your relationships or what have you. But it's a great example. So notice when you're convinced something is going to fail. Because if you take action in that state of belief, there's a good chance you're going to fail. <laughs> Do not under-endow your thoughts in the process. Uh, one more example. If you lost your keys and you're looking everywhere... Uh, but avoided the kitchen because you said to yourself, there's no way I left my keys in the kitchen counter. That, that, they're somewhere else. Then you will not check the kitchen counter until you say to yourself, well, it could be on the counter. I suppose it's possible. Then you are open to receiving the truth about the location of the keys. And then, you know, your soul, your consciousness, your brain's neurology, they will all support the discovery of the mystery location of the missing keys. You know, kitchen or elsewhere. It doesn't matter where it is, whether the kitchen or not. But if you're open to the belief that they're findable, um, then you will. Because, by the way, they are not missing. They are only temporarily outside your awareness. Another way to look at it that makes it more believable. One more fun fact about the belief game. The most important beliefs to look at are those that start with the words I am. <laughs> like, I am always late. I'm all, I'm totally stressed out by, you know, dot, dot, dot. I am so lost when I'm, you know, blank. Uh, I'm, I'm thoroughly confused by this. I am this. Once you notice beliefs like those, which are thoughts you've thought a lot and seem like absolute truths for now, then is the time to consider a change. Uh, let's say you've noticed that you're terrible at being organized. Like, wow, I am so disorganized. I, I am terrible at organization. My brain just isn't wired that way. Ever heard these people say that? Or you've said that? Listen to each of those and feel the degree to which they've built a little you know, castle around your self-enforced beliefs. I mean, as soon as you believe that your brain wiring prevents you from being organized, how can your brain ever show you the path to organization when it is absolutely serving and repeating and computing and regurgitating your belief that it's wired that way? So it's going to act as written. If you say, you know, that's how I'm wired, then you are asking your entire body, your mind and being to give you the experience that proves you are wired that way and therefore incapable of experiencing anything else. You know, what if instead you said, well, uh, currently I have a huge belief disconnect on the subject of being organized, which is trapping my mind, my beingness, my soul in such a high expectation of chaos that I am pretty likely to manifest, you know, very little organization. Okay, what would be a better thought? You might say, well, I'm organized enough to get the important things done. That feels better. It's believable. In fact, I'm more stressed about the chaos than I am deterred from being functional. Oh, wait, there you go. It's the stress that's really bothering you. And the self-judgment. <laughs> I, I let my or disorganization make me feel like I'm a failure. Oh, it's judgment. Or you could say, or or I'm more bothered by how this chaos makes me look than what it actually is. In other words, you might your ego might be telling you the chaos is bad because it makes you look bad. So you could say my disorganized behavior doesn't make me a failure. It really just makes me a harsh self-judger. <laughs> maybe I should give myself a break and just accept that it's messy right now. And maybe even find someone who likes organizing. Let them help me, which will make them feel like a success as well as me. Win-win. 
I could turn this from a self-destructive echo chamber of judgment on myself about my messiness and make it into a shared success with someone who enjoys helping me find new behaviors that I can easily do to maintain a sense of organization. You see, I can spin that. You know, if, if organizing and organizing help will come easily and naturally the moment I stop beating myself up for not being there yet, then this is going to be easy. If the only thing I had to do is talk a little nicer to myself and talk a little more from a place of possibility each time this subject comes up, instead of being a stress masochist like I've previously wired my brain to give me, then I can do that. That's doable. I can do this one thought at a time, one slightly easier belief each time that belief comes up. It's fun, right? I love the belief game because when you improve your thoughts, you always win. It's the game you always win because self-discovery always improves you. So here's your homework. Simple one. In as many choices you make today, ask yourself what you believe about dot, 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 right? What you believe about whether it will work, whether it makes me happier, better, or more peaceful, or serves me, or improves me, advances me. Pick your forward-evolving belief you know, question you resonate with and ask yourself. And then secondly, be more honest than you've ever been before. When you ask yourself about that belief, what do I believe? Peel back every layer until you get to what you really believe. Then keep looking for an even deeper honesty the next time you make a similar choice. Each time deepening that honesty. What do I really believe here? All right. I'm Jeff Stein. You can find me at jeffsworld.com, jeffs-world.com. My co-conspirators and I help people, companies, and organizations cultivate, sustain, accelerate, and become inspiration in action. The first consultation alone will be filled with laughs and epiphanies. So let me know when you're ready. Thanks for listening to The Daily Belief Game, and please think responsibly. <laughs>